Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to the Carl and Crew Christmas Special. My name's Carl Clausen. I'm Allie Domersant, co-host of Carl and Crew Mornings. You normally hear us 5 to 9 weekday mornings uh, right here on Moody Radio. We've got with us Super Die. Yes, Merry Christmas. Diana Berryman, I should say. And we got Young Thunder. That's right. Or... Jonathan Renke. Yeah, it's great. Really great to have you with us. Celebrating Christ in this season is one of the greatest gifts that we have. And oftentimes we don't go to the Word enough, and we thought we'd begin this special by just jumping into the Word of God. This story never gets old. Even if you feel like you hear it a lot this time of year, uh, let the richness, the beauty of what actually happened really marinate. Let that really hit your soul and bring joy to your heart this morning, this afternoon, whatever time you're listening. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. You know, Mary went on to say to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel responded in a profound way. This is what he said. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. One of the most amazing things about this part of this great story is the presence of the Father who sent the Son, the father who sent Gabriel, the angel, to speak to Mary, and the promise that the Holy Spirit's power would be resonant in the birth of Jesus Christ. The Trinity, three in one. One of Allie's favorite parts of this great story of the birth of Jesus Christ comes by way of a song. Yeah, and you think Mary, who was greatly troubled when she first, when the angel first appeared to her and told her that she was going to conceive a baby by the power of the Holy Spirit. A little bit of fear, a little bit of trepidation. And then she sees her relative Elizabeth, the, the word of the Lord is confirmed. And that sort of fear, the apprehension, the uncertainty turns to great joy. That's where we get this Mary's song of praise, otherwise called the Magnificat. Is that the correct pronunciation? The Magnificat. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. 
Mary makes a lot of recognition here. She understands the gospel. She understands the impact of this child that's about to be born. She speaks about exalting those of humble estate. That's that's her. She speaks of being the hungry, being filled with good things. That's her. She's praising the Lord, God, my Savior, for this miracle that she's about to take part of. That is one of my favorite parts of the Christmas story. My soul will magnify the Lord. I rejoice in God, my Savior, in the wonder of his favor. For he has done great things for me. He was mindful of his servant. Every age shall call me blessed. The There's so many things about this story that are unknown, that would be made known to Mary, not just through the angel Gabriel, but through the very life of Jesus himself as he lived. Mary didn't know some things. There was some mystery still there. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy one day walk on water Mary did you know that your baby boy will save us sons and daughters did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new this child that you delivered will soon deliver you Mary did you know Mary 
Save our sons and daughters. Make you new. And yet, he was not even born. We pick up this story in Luke chapter 2. Jonathan, this is near and dear to your heart, man. It absolutely is. Now, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who is with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. This passage, the birth of Jesus comes very quickly, very suddenly, and it goes very quickly, very suddenly. It explains the scene, why they needed to go to Bethlehem, but two verses, verse 6 and verse 7 of Luke 2 are focused on Jesus being born, being wrapped in swaddling cloths, and laying in a manger. This is a humble beginning. 
to the birth of Jesus Christ. But I want to talk about something that strikes me when I think about the birth of Jesus. The last prophet to speak in the Old Testament was Malachi. He spoke 400 years before Jesus was born. That was the last known time where Jesus used a prophet to speak before prophesying about John the Baptist and the birth of Jesus. 400 years of silence, of waiting for God. He had these promises. We see the promises of of the Messiah in the books of Isaiah and Jeremiah and other prophets in the Old Testament. But they waited for such a long time. And when he finally came, it was the greatest message of all, swaddled up in small cloths, laying in a manger because there was no room at the inn. Even after all that time, God brought his message of love and good news in humility. It's still a mystery to me. the hands of God could be so small How tiny fingers reaching in the night Were the very hands that measure the sky Heard an angel symphony 
Jesus the Christ, born in Bethlehem. A baby born to save, to save the souls of men. Humble beginnings for the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And now, some new observers were on the scene. That's right. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. And they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. This is one of my favorite parts of the story. Uh, first of all, I just love nature. And of course, the shepherds are out there looking in the sky and the stars and the heavens open up. There's an angel and then there's a host of heavenly, I mean, just singing and praising. I mean, what a sight. But this just proved God came, you know, he could have appeared to a king on a throne. He came to the shepherds. He came for all. You know, he came for the forgotten. The shepherds were on the lowly, lowly cast of people. He came for all. He came for the poor. He came for the forgotten. He came for the orphaned. He came for the fatherless. This proved it in this story. Not to mention as well, it's symbolic as a shepherd. Who's our great shepherd? Jesus. And he was the great sacrifice of all for our sins on that cross. We no longer have to take a sheep or a lamb to the slaughter. He did it for us, knowing we were sinners to begin with. That's how much he loved us. And he loved the shepherds. And I love that they heard. They were so excited. So it spurs me, am I excited to share that same great news? Empty manger, perfect stranger. 
about to be born into darkness, sadness, desperate madness, creation so torn. We were so lost on earth, no peace, no worth, no way to escape. And fear, no faith, no hope, no grace, and no light. But that was the night before Christmas. Warm hate, cold sweat, a mother not yet. Praying God speed the dawn. She looks to her man, holding her hand. They wonder how long. Shepherds, wise men, come to find them and bow to a king. One star above, shining on love, so bright it lit up the night before Christmas. And the world. That's the key, Super Die. Don't you guys? The yeah. excitement and the joy and the fervor. Yes. And the hope. Yeah. And what, Super Die, you shared that it is for all people. Amen. All people and for you. What a celebration. Jesus is alive. The celebration of the birth of Christ has been felt around the globe for millennia. Children have gotten up early in the morning to see what might be under that tree. <laughs> Traditions galore. Some funny, some hilarious, <laughs> some worth never sharing. Also true. Be true. <laughs> but there's nothing like the traditions of Christmas. 
Even the goofy ones, right, Allie? Yes, I remember for my family, we had an annual tradition of setting up the Christmas tree. And we would pull out all of the ornaments and the tinsel and put up the tree. We did fake, but mostly real. Okay. We we rarely did a fake. We actually got a real tree, you know, the little thing that it has to sit in. Oh, yeah. We'd gather around, and it became a tradition that year after year, it would start so well and end so poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> Somewhere between the gathering of the ornaments, the first few placed on the tree, the first few handfuls of tinsel that made it onto the tree, most of it on the floor. Yeah. There would be conflict out of nowhere. And the running joke, I actually text my family members when I knew we were going to be doing this special. And I said, who remembers what the annual tradition for the Christmas tree putting up party? And immediately my sister responded, someone always got sent to bed. That is oh, correct. No. <laughs> someone always got sent to bed. And every year we said, this is our year that nobody gets into an argument oh. and nobody ends up getting sent to their room to go to bed. But you know what? Year after year, that became a, a pretty hilarious part of the tradition. The tree would go up. Ornaments were mostly there, but someone always got sent to bed. Allie, you're a journalist, so, I mean, statistics and stuff, I mean, those are good for you. How, how much of a percentage do you think you got sent to bed? Um, Let's see. If I had to calculate a 10-year span, I probably was only one. I was the low con one of the low-conflict <laughs> family members. Very nice. Yeah, but every year... Someone, Someone got to sent to bed. It usually wasn't me, but I would stand there and kind of quietly go, wait, it's coming. It's coming. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Conflict does happen around Christmas. <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable. I but the, 
The kicker, and I, my bride and I love to tell this story to people because God used it ultimately in a great way. But tinsel, when I was raised, was used to symbolize icicles. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. Tinsel is to resemble icicles sure. coming off branches. Sure. You know, freeze, thaw, freeze, thaw, little icicles there dangling. So we had a tradition in our home. It was unlike Janine's tradition in her home. The tradition in our home is you grab one piece of tinsel, two, at the most three, and you dangle them to resemble over that branch icicles. Sure. That's what they're, right? Yes. Super die, that's I, what I, they're there for. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. And I was decorating the tree with my bride, and things were going great. I got the tree in, a live tree, Allie. Okay. Got the lights on the tree. We got the big ornaments at the bottom. As you ascend the tree, the ornaments get smaller, right? Staying with me, guys. Is uh, that correct? We're with you. You were meticulous with yeah, your Yeah, we, we were. I was certainly not. So we got all the ornaments on, and now it comes time for the final touches of the tinsel. And so I'm trying to put these on delicately on each branch, and I'm facing the tree. Kenny G is playing in the background. <laughs> Something really cool back there. And all of a sudden, over my left shoulder comes a slush ball of tinsel. Slush ball. My bride is standing, no joking, four feet away from the tree, throwing tinsel at the tree. Okay. Yes. Just draping any old way mm -hmm. on that tree. So what, what's a man to do? I stood between the tree and my bride, oh. and I said, hold it. You tried to guard the tree? I guarded the tree. I was protecting a sacred moment. Goalkeeper. And, and smack the tinsel. What ensued was one of the most spirited discussions of our young married life. Oh, my. Let's just say Kenny G did not put salve on the moment. Oh, it was no. a tough one. So how's your tree this year? Is it um, is yeah, it icicle right? tinsel? You know what's or is you know what's really tinsel? funny? Funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, I waved a white flag to t tree decor. Mm -hmm. I waved a white flag to tree decor a lot of years ago, and I gotta tell you, I'm a happy man. It's a good she's thing. She's the artist. And I the, mean, and the truth yeah. is, she does a phenomenal. Have you seen Janine's trees? Oh yes, they're amazing. They're beautiful. So I'm out. I just do what she tells me to do, and it works well that way. Good man. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come.
more Christmas traditions that we have to be sure and I'm just dying to know <laughs> super die come on now you want to ask me a question are you curious I am curious is there something out in the front lawn is that what you're wanting to ask me oh my word <laughs> oh what does a Greek wedding look like what does a Greek a Christmas look like <laughs> What does a Greek Christmas look like? What does it look like? Well, it's like? not on the front lawn, but it is in the garage, and that would be a full <laughs> lamb roasting. Yes. On the was... open fire. A full <laughs> lamb roasting. No chestnuts, but yes, a full <laughs> lamb in the garage of my grandparents when I was little. I mean, that was a staple for sure, whether we had no snow or 10 foot of snow. Guaranteed, there was a lamb out there. There had to be. And, of course, a lot of fun out in that garage and helping my grandfather and my grandmother just cooking up a storm. She also made a pastizzo, which is the Greek lasagna, maybe, that you've heard about. Oh, yes. that sounds Oh, hers good. was so good. But, uh, but back to the cooking lamb. I'm curious about this. <laughs> so the lamb's on the spit. Yes. And what kind of seasoning do you throw on that dude? Oh, well, definitely the olive oil. Okay. The garlic, lemon, oregano, a little bit of paprika. Uh, you, you name it, it's it's on there. <laughs> Onion powder, you go for it. The whole thing. Of course, it's been marinating a couple of days, kind of in a garbage bag for a while, and a lot of this stuff. <laughs> to get marinating. To, well, it has, it's big, bag. so you it has to be covered. It. You have to marinate it. It's you know. marinated in a garbage bag. But yeah, so oh, you got to love that. It's always in the garage. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got one more person here that I can't wait to hear from. <laughs> yeah. Question, Young Thunder. Question for you guys. Are you guys nutcracker people, or do they terrify you a little bit? Oh, I love the nutcrackers. You mean you the do. music? You mean the ballet? No, I mean the little things. <laughs> the, those little figurines. The monsters. That are, are supposed oh, to crack nuts, oh, but they don't. Yeah. Because I tried me. one time, and I broke the lower jaw. <laughs> what were you? Never well, mind. I thought it's got a lever. It's called the nutcracker. Let's see if it works. No. Broke the jaw right They're off. They're decorative only. I you're, know you're that, not a Allie. fan, huh? No, Jonathan? no, oh, not a fan. Okay. Uh, my mom, she put them all over the house, and those things are terrifying. They look like little trolls <laughs> I am dressed so up in Christmas you. costumes, man. I am so with you. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't want it. No, <laughs> no nutcrackers in my house now that I'm an adult, and it's a, a strict no nutcracker policy. And. And, you know, my, my parents had interesting traditions. So that was my mom's tradition was the Nutcracker statues. My dad, as soon as he found out about surround sound systems, he decided, what can I do to wake up and startle 
the children on a Christmas morning. <laughs> what can I do to wake up and start? I love your dad. So his his favorite Christmas movie, I think because, just because of the amount of times he plays it a year, has to be The Polar Express. He loves The Polar oh, Express. Yeah. And he bought a surround sound system that covered like the whole living room and it traveled throughout the entire house. And every Christmas morning, he would start the Polar Express. He would turn the surround sound system as loud as it could go. And he would fast forward to the part where the train is arriving. And so you would wake up every Christmas morning thinking you're about to get hit by a train. <laughs> I love your dad. <laughs> That's a good dad. And that's how you know it's Christmas morning at my house. At least when I opened my eyes, there wasn't a Nutcracker statue staring back at me. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm Fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Night, how I hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. But the fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we are still goodbye. But as long as you love me so, let it snow. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. All right, I got one more Christmas tradition question for all y'all. Uh, all right. What'd you wear? Oh, good question. Did you stay in PJs? Now, I had a bit of a twist on this one because we opened our gifts because we're good Swedes. We opened our gifts on Christmas Eve. Ah, uh, yeah. Because as it goes, so my grandpa says... Then we can focus more on the real Jesus on Christmas morning and Ooh. not be rest messing with all the wrapping paper. <laughs> oh, okay. Like Christmas well, morning. There's something so special. You? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely. with Ellie. Open on Christmas morning. That's absolutely the way to go. Okay. Yeah. What'd you wear? Usually just pajamas. Pajamas. Yeah. Pajamas. If you're out of your pajamas before three o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas day, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> There you go. Drop the mic. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff, guys. I got to tell you the most embarrassing thing that I look back on 
And thankfully, I abandoned this apparel by the time I was 13 or 14. Mm. That was four years way too late. I dressed up as an elf. What? <laughs> Do you have pictures, please? Thankfully, no. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure they're somewhere, but you aren't getting a hold of them. That's I'm for sure. I'm on a hunt Bummer. now. <laughs> Christmas traditions. They're fun, aren't they? They are. Fun and usually hilarious. Send us salvation that blessed Christmas morn. Listening to the Carl and Crew Mornings Christmas Special. Now, there's one segment here to wrap up our time together today that's going to be a lot of fun, or so we hear. 
because there's one person driving the bus on this segment. And who would that be? That would be our good friend, Allie. Yeah. I... She says, there's one thing we got to do, guys. Why? And you notice she's in charge of <laughs> it? Yeah, I like, notice Excuse she, me. Yeah, she's in charge. Excuse me. The person in charge leads it, doesn't participate, huh? There's certain times around here I'll salute Allie. So right now I'm going to salute Allie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're going to go your way, sister. A little challenge as part of this Carl and Crew Christmas special. Uh, you're going to hear the first part of a very familiar Christmas song. And then it's going to stop. From where it stops, you got to pick it up. Sing the lyrics or as best you can remember them. Jonathan, huh? you should shine here, my man. Yeah, I just, should. Just take it away, Jonathan, seriously. <laughs> Okay, here's your song. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. One point for John. Yeah. Wow. He nailed it. Super dies no. up next. Yes. No. Yes. You have to. Super die, are you ready? Um, no, but okay. Here's your song. Peace on earth and mercy mild. Right? Or am I in the wrong verse? <laughs> She's on it. You you were nailing it. God and sinners. Oh. God and sinners reconciled. You got it. Well, I was close. like, thank you, Carl. <laughs> I had the first two. You did. Peace on earth and mercy mild. And then you nailed God and sinners. Reconciled. Reconcile yeah, recognized. that's my theme song. You kidding me? Thank God you for bailing on that last one. Are you kidding me? Three quarters of a point for Super. Oh, yeah. Three quarters no, of a point. No, we're giving it to Thank you. Carl's Thank so you. generous with the points. Carl's up next. Carl, you ready for your song? You're. I know. You are bushwhacking me right now. <laughs> no, are you this ready? This is Christmas. You be kind to me. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Here's your song. The first note. <laughs> to have a peace of mind. It's not Boston. What's the song? Poor shepherds. I'm going to help you out. Could you help me? I thought that was it. Come on. You thought that was you Boston's you, peace of mind? Can you pick it up? In where? In fields where they lay. Yes. Good job. <laughs> hey, don't interrupt me. Lay feeding their sheep. On a cold no, yeah, winter's night that was so All deep together. in peace. No, 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 All together. Let me, let me get the key. No, Allie now. All together. Okay. All together. No, no. The first Noel. Hey, you're listening to the Carl and Crew Morning's Christmas special, and I thought it would be good for us to cap off with what will this Christmas mean as we steam into 2024? What's the prayer on your heart? What's the dream that God's put in your soul? I'm going to start with you, Allie. Well, I'm thinking about the phrase, I bring you good news of great joy. And I know that this time of year for many people, has there's a lot of sorrow 
people come to the end of the year, the holiday season, and a lot of times you can't help but to think about what was lost. Maybe the loss of loved one, the loss of a job, but the pain of life is acutely felt this time of year. And so when you think about good news of great joy, it's only great joy if you know the Savior personally. Otherwise, this season can feel dark. The glittering lights can kind of mask the pain that lies in a soul. So my encouragement would be if you're listening today and you feel sorrow instead of joy, if you don't know him, that you cry out to him today so that you do. And if you do know him, that you reread this Christmas story and be reminded that this good news wasn't just for 2,000 years ago. This is good news for today, for you and for me. Super die. what do you want to add to that? The idea of, yes, coming to the end of the year, the new year can seem so unknown. And there could be a lot of fear in this new year, whether it be new opportunities, uh, even health concerns, whatever it may be. It's just a new unknown year. And I really just want to emphasize of understanding that, yes, whatever may be unknown, God knows. Rest in him for your guidance. Rest in him for discernment in those decisions. Keep in prayer. Keep in his word. Because, again, yeah, you may not know, but God knows. And God wants the best for you. Young Thunder, what's on your heart? Well, this Christmas is a specifically special one for me because it is my last Christmas without meeting my daughter. She's on the way and uh, she's coming in March. So my last Christmas without being a a practicing dad because I haven't met her yet. But my desire for next year and really for the rest of my life is to be a loving father to my daughter. I want her to have healthy family relationships and to know that she can count on her dad and on her mom. Um, Christmas is an amazing time of year for family relations. So sometimes it's the one time in the year where you get to see some of your family. It's a great time to come together. It also can have some of those connotations that are are difficult because maybe – Things with the family are difficult. So I think that what's on my heart as we get through this Christmas season is a prayer that God would just make a way in families, whether it's some of a a family are a believing family and some aren't. There's difficulties. My prayer is just that God would show up in your family situation, that he would redeem it, and that your family may look a little bit more like Jesus this year. So let me pray. Father, on this Christmas, we stop to say thank you for sending your son. Good news. Great joy. For anyone listening that does not know Jesus personally, Lord, let them humble themselves right now. Under your mighty hand, believe in Jesus full faith and trust in the Savior of the world, turning away from the broad path onto this narrow path of a journey with this baby that was born 2,000 years ago and lives today. Lord, it's true. A lot of pain of the unknown, a lot of difficulty in the future, some facing health crises right now, but Lord, you are the God of all. Your spirit 
brought Jesus into being by empowering Mary. And your spirit works in us today. Let us celebrate you even in the pain today, the pain of the known and the unknown. And Lord, it's true. Families coming together. Some don't know you, but Lord, for those of us who do, let us be light as Jesus was light in this world. And may you be glorified through our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Joy to the world, the Lord is come. together. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. You've been listening to the Carl and Crew Christmas Special. We would love to have you connect with us. Facebook and Instagram, just search Carl and Crew. And you can join us weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. for Carl and Crew right here on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas.